8.09 in the morning here on JM in the AM Atta Swine Guest with you. It gives me great pleasure to, of course, if I, it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the airwaves the next song, but it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the airwaves the one and only Yankee Meyer. Yankee, good morning. Good morning, good morning, Matis. Good to see you again. Thank you. Same here. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, you are you are Masaskim, as I've been mentioning this morning. Um, founder? Are you officially the founder of Masaskim? It's a group of us together. Group that, of people. That got it going. Masaskim, um, as you'll, you'll tell us uh, in a moment the, about the organization, phenomenal organization. And today, especially right before Rosh Hashanah, a great time to give tzedakah. And there is a special tzedakah event going on. It is at charity.com slash masaskim, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y dot com slash masaskim, M-I-S-A-S-K-I-M. And basically it's simple. If you go onto that website and you pledge your support and you give tzedakah today, what you give will be quadrupled. If you give $1,000 today, that will become $4,000 through the matching grants, matching gifts. And... The goal today is $800,000 that has to be reached by 2 p.m., I believe. Is that right, Yanki? Correct. 2 p.m. And right now, do I dare say what you're up to? It's, uh, it's all on the computer. It, it's over $500,000. Uh, so there is still a long way to go. 500000 is a is a sizable amount. And that's the matched donation. So that means if somebody right now gives $10,000, that 500000 goes up by 40000 That's correct. So, Yankee, how did you come up with uh, this idea? It seems to be a, a, a great idea and, and needs a lot of support. And we, By the way, while we're talking, we want people to go to that site and pledge. So how did they come out with this? So, so people know that Masaskim is an organization that you could always turn to in time when tragedy strikes our community. But... We don't believe that people realize the scope of what the organization is all about. You know, you say, uh, Yankee Myers here, and he's, he's Misaskim. It's not Yankee Myers who's Misaskim. It's the hundreds of volunteers that are out there that are working very hard and trying to do whatever they could do for the community seven days a week, 24 hours a day. They are the ones who we could say is, is Misaskim because without them, I wouldn't be able to do what's being done. Uh, the organization, if you ask people uh, what Masaskim is all about, and they'll tell you, hey, you know, we bring shiva chairs. Shiva chairs, right? Comfy chairs, chairs right? Chairs. <laughs> the shiva chairs, I would say, is probably the, the advertisement for the organization. <laughs> right. That's the last thing of what we get involved in. I right. can't even tell you that it's always the last thing that we get involved because a lot of times, even long after the shiva is over, Masaskim is very heavily involved with families trying to help them cope right. with a tragedy. You know, it's where we're a week away, less than a week away from Rosh Hashanah. Next week, ready, we're this time we're holding the second day of Rosh Hashanah already. Right. Uh, and everybody will have a, a healthy new year, a prosperous new year. And, you know, we always say when we come, we come to Davening, uh, uh, the, the, one of the highlights of Musaf is the Tefillah and the Son of right. uh, People say in the Son of it talks about... Uh, the holiness of the day. And, and the sign of Tokyo, Kedusha Sayyam. What more of a holier day is there than Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur when, like it says in the Nisan of Tokyo, every, every, every person in the world goes in front of the Rebbein Shalalim. And if you ever watch, if you ever watch a shepherd or if you ever watch uh, somebody that has animals, right, uh, you know, he always has his favorite animal that he'll always, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll pat it on the back and then right. he has and he has the animal that always aggravates him, and he'll give it a kick. <laughs> right. But if you look in the Son of Tykef, it says we all go in front of the Hebishter, the same way a shepherd, yeah. you know, 
he checks out his whole flock the same way the Rebbeinu checks out his flock on that day, and that's mankind. Right. He, he rules, you know, eight billion people that are in the world, yeah. every single one of them. And what's going to happen from the morning till the morning right. with every person that only that we know that the Rebbeinu Shalom could do it. And at the end of the day, it's a, it's a, it's a very scary day. You know, we think back to the year. What did the year bring us? You know, we all stood in shul last year. How many of our friends are gone since last year? How many of them that the lives have been turned upside down and whatnot? Rosh Hashanah was the day that the Abishter wrote it down, and on Yom Kippur was the day that the signature was put on it. And 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 when we stand there, you know, people stand there and they think back to reflect on what the year brought them. But if you really think back, sometimes. Everybody looks at it a little bit differently. Some people say they know that this tragedy took place and or this great thing took place. And let's not say that the year was only full of tragedies. There was a lot yeah, of, of good that took place Absolutely. in this year. Uh, you know, the, 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 the chesed of the Rebbein Shlalem to the world and especially to Kal Yisrael, uh, it, it has no share uh, of, of, of what the Rebbein Shlalem has done for us. And he continues to do for us. You took a look, take a look at the Eden and Eretz Yisrael, like it says in the Parsha. It doesn't make any sense how we survive over there, but it's all there's so much good from the Ebishter. And even the tragedies, we're supposed to believe that it's it's a good. Because a we reason, don't understand yeah. it. Yeah. And as, as as children of Rebbein Shalom, we have to accept it. And and. You know, right after the Nisan of you know, uh, we always go into the Barash Hashanah Yechaseven of Yom Tzom Kippur Yechaseven. That's the signature, the day comes, the signature comes, you know, Yom Kippur. And, and, and it's a time for us to think and to ask the Ebrister that we should really all have a, a good year. And I think I want to go through this a little bit, that people get a complete different scope of what goes on in Masaskim on a day on a daily basis, and you know, we, we took this project to raise this money. Currently, we're carrying a budget of 1.7 million dollars wow. a year. It's a big budget, sure. and we do this with 16 vehicles, nine warehouses, and office staff. We get zero government funding for our day-to-day operation. Mm-hmm. We got one grant thanks to Simcha Felder that we were able to upgrade our phone systems and our computers. Uh, that helped us out, but besides for that, in all the years, Misaskin has never gotten a government grant. It's all been funded strictly by the public, by the community. And as as the demand keeps growing, so does the budget. budget absolutely, it, it doesn't stop. Right, absolutely, Yankee Meyer is here with us on JM and the AM, and uh, the the charity event for today is uh, just a very simple fundraiser. You go to charity dot com, the C H A R I D Y dot com slash Masaskim M I S A S K I M, and pledge your support there. Um, it gets quadrupled. So, uh, for the work that the Yankee's talking about, and he'll be discussing more in, in just a few seconds, uh, if you give a thousand dollars, a hundred dollars, whatever it is, it becomes quadrupled immediately. So, the goal is uh, is is an awesome goal, but. Um, it is obtainable right now. It's up to it just went up a little bit more. It's close to five hundred and ten thousand dollars. The goal is eight hundred thousand uh, by two o'clock. Uh, so please, Yanke, continue. Also, if people have a problem logging on, they could always do it via phone. There's people in the okay. office seven one eight eight five four forty five forty eight. There are people there to help you out and take your pledge Great. over the phone. And we ask you, we beg you to please help us, you know, reach this goal. 
it's uh, it, it's 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 important to us because this is just going to help us serve the community a little bit better. It'll help us out financially, which you know we're somewhat strapped these days. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so so you know you say you say you say in the Brashishoni you can save it, and I'm just going to go through a little bit of what what the scope of what goes on on a on, on a daily basis in the office that the communities. Not aware of probably it, not except the people that ever had to use it. Right. I would say that most of the work that you do is probably not open to the community as such. It probably maybe affects a few people each time, but it's a lot of work behind the scenes that uh, it's for you're going to tell it's us for, It's for two reasons. Reason number one is a lot of it we don't want to talk about, right. like you'll hear. And secondly, and secondly, a lot of times you say, you know, after something big happens... You know, oh, where's the press press release uh, that this this something great happened? <laughs> you know what the problem is? That by the time we're trying to put together a press release, we're on to the next problem right. that we have to tackle, and there's no time for it. You know, so 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 just to take a look at it, we started off by saying the Kama Yavrun, Kama Yibarein, and people people the, the the literal definition of it: how many people are going to pass, Kama Yibarein, how many people are going to be born? And right afterwards, you say Mi Yichi or Mi Yomus. Isn't that like a double? Why are you saying right, it twice? Right. So I heard somebody that said said to me that uh, a definition of kami yavrim kami yibrein is actually how many people are going to be zoich in the year to get the good news that their wife is expecting? How many mm-hmm. of them are going to kami yavrim that are not going to survive the pregnancy? Kami yibrein and how many are actually going to be born? So where does this come into play with Masaskim? Masaskim has a program that when somebody unfortunately does not survive a pregnancy, we take care of whatever has to get buried. It's a program that has saved probably close to a million dollars to people that have ever had to use it. Mm-hmm. We do it all by the book. Everything's filed legally. Whatever has to get buried, we manage to bury. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, so, okay, so you deal with that. But when you get a phone call from somebody, this was after 12 years of them trying to have children, and or this is the 12th time, your day just wants to stop. Mm-hmm. You know, your heart goes out for these people. Yeah. Yet we can't. We have to go on. We have right. to try to help them, try to, try to get them the proper help that they need. And we do this on a daily basis. Uh, in this year alone, we had... 154 cases like this. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's just in this year from last Rosh Hashanah. Uh, so where does this lead us to? Unfortunately, you know, who doesn't know a person that has an extensive history of diabetes, and mm-hmm. they have to Rachmanul Itzlan. It comes to times when they have to amputate limbs. Mm-hmm. So once again, Masaskim is there to step up to the plate, and according to Halacha, it has to get buried. So Ms. Haskin will step up to the plate and go to the hospitals and take care of it to see to it that it gets buried, everything according to Aloha, mm-hmm. and try to take this headache off from the family that's going through such a trying time. And I think the, 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 the call of all callings that we got in, in, in reference to all of this, you know, that led from one to the next to the limbs, was we had a case this year where unfortunately uh, a mother of four healthy children, beautiful mother, four healthy children, went into cardiac arrest. She, she had an infection, went into cardiac arrest, and they were able to revive her, and they got all her organs back up and working, except for the circulation in her hands and her feet. Mm. We got the phone call after they had to amputate both, both hands and both feet. 
and it was a big deal for us to take care of it but we did it uh, there was some complications to it but everything got done mm-hmm. and there were more surgeries that we we had to go back and how are you supposed to continue after a day like this i could tell you you know we hear a lot i didn't sleep a week after that a healthy mother and four weeks later her life is turned upside yeah. down and we were in the middle of the whole thing and we only dealing with a certain small part of this problem this family's problems look how much bigger their right. their problems are so you know this is this is and all this all this has gotten written was is, was written down on Rosh Hashanah exactly how what who went and where and 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 and, and this is just one aspect, and this is something that we don't go and advertise. It's probably the first time I'm ever speaking about mm-hmm. it in public. But in order to do this, yeah, we, we need an infrastructure to do this. Absolutely. Uh, they got to get paperwork signed every time. It has to be done legally. And, you know, and then we always wish for the second half, the Chami Yibarein. You know, how many people did we hear this year that after so many years didn't have children and finally they wish to help them that they were, you know, some people after mm-hmm. 10 years, we know there was even an elderly couple that people heard mm-hmm. of this year. You know, uh, all, all the chesed of Hashem uh, to what happened in this year. This is the Chama Yavrun, the Chama Yibarayun. You know, we, we'll go next. Uh, and, and, and this is why Masaskim needs your help that we could keep this infrastructure going going and I say again if there's anybody that has a problem logging on to the charity site today they could always call the office at 718-854-4548 the uh, the website is charity.com c-h-a-r-i-d-y.com slash masaskim and every dollar that you pledge gets quadrupled and the goal of eight hundred thousand dollars is definitely obtainable by two o'clock but only if everybody gives their support and can give as much as they can as soon as you give the hundred dollars it becomes four thousand dollars becomes four thousand dollars Yanka, i want to ask you how how do you help the people in masaskin when they have to go through this what what do you you know for a minute or two what 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 do you do when you have that day i know you said you could hardly sleep after one of these things but you must have some support group you know on your own that you we, have to we, deal with. we have we try to keep an eye out for the volunteers for whatever's needed yeah. you know and we have whatever support group in place that we should need but i always say you know you know something sometimes uh, you don't even have a time to digest it. Uh, don't think in a week that we didn't sleep, everything was quiet, right. that we had a time to think about it. We thought about it a lot because it bothered people that had to deal with it, but at the end of the day, there's so much that's going on, you're on to the next. There's other right. people that are waiting for the help. we got to try to move on. Yeah. You know. it's, uh, it's interesting because you mentioned about people that have, let's say, a relatively healthy existence and... Uh, and and you know, have a birth in the family, let's say, and it, and and everything goes well. It's a shame, uh, and uh, you know people are excited. The family is excited, but even that, then you know, becomes okay. Great, they had a baby, you know, a month ago, two months ago, and and then that life continues. Uh, but there's no, I don't know how to say it. There's no organization like Masaskin on that side. You know, unfortunately, it's the it's the more difficult and challenging times that that need uh, you, need the help that you provide. Uh, because it, it takes special requirements to figure out what to do, and it takes special know-how, and it takes special people to be able to do that. You can't just have you know anybody uh, babysitting a situation. You can have you know your your friends and relatives babysitting your child, but uh, you have to have a lot of special training and, and abilities. 
it takes, and a lot of times, as much as you could train and, and go to classes or whatever it is, you, you never know what you're going to be hit with. Right. You really, really don't what what you're going to, you know, what you're going to be hit with. You know, I, I like to move on. You know, we go on to the to the miyichio miyomish. Yes. That, and that always says who's going to survive the year and who's 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 going to who's going to die. And miyichio, we hope everybody, everybody, and it should be a life, a life that we could call a life. Uh, everybody's happy and, 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 and prosperous and whatever person wants, they should all be benched with it. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the me Yomus, since last year Rosh Hashanah to today, Ms. Askim delivered Shiva equipment to 245 homes. Uh, since last, it's a little bit more than that by now, since last year Rosh Hashanah. Mm-hmm. You take a look at it, it's 2,245 2, families that lost their loved ones. Yeah, you're right. Some of them are 100 years old. Not that they're mechoy of and that they got to die. But right. you know something? That's the world is made that when you... Did you say 245? You said 245. homes wow. consisting of 8,000 8, available a year wow. that we delivered. Almost everybody got exactly what they need mm. to try mm. to make that week of shiv a little bit easier for mm. them. And this doesn't come cheap, and I'll get to it in a minute. But if you think into what this, what this, what this, what this, the miyech uh, miyomus is, you know, it, it, it's it's from from this. Take a look at from these 2,245 cases that we had. 48 of them were young people that mm. left over 185 yisoyim. Uh, wow. That lost the prince. Since last year, we added to our list of Yosemim. Then we have programs for them. Another 185 new Yosemim in our communities that one of their parents are not alive anymore, mm-hmm. and 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 it's it's just heart wrenching. You know, you think you think into all these things. It's just the chairs. You know, we have a Yosemim program that that's costing us hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to try to help them uh, and try to ease them through the time that that they're going through. Uh, right after that, you say, which has to do one with the other, is the Mibakitsa and Miloibakitsa, like who in his time and who not in his time. So they say that who in his time has, Mibakitsa is that the Chait, but uh, we're not worried about these things. There's always a Cheshman at Abishta, and, and, and you have, like I said, Mibakitsa people that have been elderly, and this year we heard a lot of people that were up in over 100, mm-hmm. 100 year old people that we had that, that passed away. But then let's take a look at the Miloibakitsa. How many of them did we have that that that, that died young? That they were kabbonis for Klal Yisrael, mm-hmm. you know. That we don't understand the cheshbonis and the rebbonis How many how many sids cases did we have? Sudden infant death syndrome yeah. cases in, in through the year. And if you think about it, we had one particular day that that we got called at four o'clock in the morning for a kid, a baby that had passed away. And there's a lot that goes on. You got to deal with the whole legal system and whatnot. We finished dealing with that case at 12 o'clock. Uh, 12:30, we had another one, uh, which was unusual, two in one day. So much so that when we got back to the medical examiner's office in the afternoon to try to get the second nifter released, that they could take the body for cura, the people in the ME's office, in the medical examiner's office, they themselves were crying. Uh, to see a baby, it, it, it means a yeah, lot on anybody. And, and here, even these people that see this all day long, remember vividly the, the, the people in, in, in the medical examiner's office uh, crying over this. You, you have somebody who went to the hospital, a healthy person, and, and the next thing you knew, young people that, that mm-hmm. just out of nowhere, they just passed away. Uh, there, there was somebody here, not a case that they had in Lakewood, 
with somebody who was holding two weeks before Hasana, just didn't wake up in the morning. Mm. And, and, and what our volunteers had to do, they got out there uh, to work, navigate the system, to help the Hever Kedisha, uh, that they should be able to bring him to Kvur as quickly as possible. Mm. Family members had to get picked up in the airports, be brought to Lakewood. Our volunteers did trips from mm. Lakewood, uh, from, from, from the airport to Lakewood, get them off the plane as quickly as possible. It's, it, it's, all, it's all nonstop to, to, to what goes on, even within each one of these Within each one of these cases, when we have them, they're not all, you know, simple that the person just was in the hospital right. and passed away and all of that. These are things that, that, that take hours and hours and hours of work. And if we don't build these relationships with them before them, before this, this happens, and to sit down with them and to see what we need, what the Jewish community needs, and how they could cater it to us, we're not going to get anywhere. When, when tragedy strikes, that's not the right time to discuss it. You have to try to do all these things with all right. these agencies beforehand and, and, and you know you're talking 8,000 of Elam. P- people think oh I'm asking them all the money that we get I'll tell you a statistic a very shocking statistic yeah. 70% of the people that sat shiv on our chairs never gave us a dime well it's a gemach they don't have to right. but you know something I still need the public's help to continue this right. I gotta be able to cover the bills I gotta be able to cover the budget and, and without that help we're not gonna get it so, so, so these are all things, you know. Uh, what does it cost you so much money to do it? It costs us almost a hundred dollars an oval when we have to do it. We're giving you water coolers, we're giving you air conditioners, fans when we could, the chairs. We're giving you stuff that people never used to get. You're right. What do I need it for? You could go back to the old way, where you had to go to one house to pick up milk boxes, another one to get sedurim. You were lucky if the shul had a safer toilet, you know. And that was another whole that can hear people come home. And then I got my volunteers in Williamsburg that they took on a new project. They do it in Lakewood. They do it in some of the neighborhoods. By the time a family comes home, there's food in the house. How many meals we had to give to people that had nobody to take care of the meals. You think, oh, Beis Hovel, there's so many people in the house. Thousands of meals that went out to the Beis Hovel that had nobody to cook for them, nobody to take care of them. We took care of it for these people. And I, I think a lot of people don't realize that although uh, many different uh, shuls and, and you know, different communities will have a Hever Kaddish and will have an infrastructure for helping out with these things, it's not enough. And when you have large communities uh, and you, you need a lot of help, Masaskin is there in so many cases where there isn't any other help and people would have to really suffer more than then they need to at a very difficult time. Uh, anybody who's gone through, I hate to say it this way, but a, a, a normal situation of having to bury someone, you know, where it's, it's, uh, you have time to plan a little bit, yeah, it's, even that is extremely difficult. Dealing with a situation when you have, like you said, you get a call at 4 o'clock in the morning and the family is distraught and there is nobody to help and there, aren't, there isn't an infrastructure like that to help. You're there to do that. Uh, it's extremely important. I think people have to realize that as a community organization, even though someone may not have been directly uh, benefited from by Masaskim, you're helping people that you know, helps everybody else. I, I know my personal situation, my father passed away. You were there, uh, called you that night. I think you were actually making a, a simcha, I think, for... For had a grandson for, for, yeah, yeah, something. <laughs> and uh, the next day, uh, you know, in the house, was chairs, a uh, uh, Sefer Torah, uh, the Sederim. Uh, you know, and, and in our town, we have a Chavah Kedisha help, you know, with with everything. But it was it was uh, it, it was a good feeling when you guys showed up. 
it just made a difference. It made the mindset a little bit easier. And, uh, and, and that's just with that. Also, people have to understand that if you have a large family, if somebody has a large family, someone passes away, you might have uh, uh, five, six, seven, eight, ten children that are sitting Shiva in different places. They're not necessarily going to one spot. You have the list of Shiva locations. It's not just to you know, come up with a list to publicize it. Of course, the big mitzvah to pay a Shiva call. But people have to know where to go. They may want to you know, pay a Shiva call for someone they knew. It, not everybody may be in one place. You know, <laughs> talking talking about the Shiva listing, you know, if you take a look at it, uh, you know, we have on our website on a daily basis the Shiva listing where, where, where you could go. And, and where people, if you want to be Menachem Oval, where you could go. And, and, and at the end of the day, that site on an average day, we're getting between six and seven and a half thousand hits a day. There are people that are checking that list. Uh, uh, it depends on the days. It depends on how many people are sitting. Sure, but that's the average that we've been running. There are days that we ran over 7,500. Think into it. What does it take to put that infrastructure that when there's, you know, and we get families that have 18 people sitting shiva as well. You got to get each one of their names, mm -hmm. you know, until you find out, until you get all the information. It's not something we, we got to get this up within 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And whichever papers are carrying it all. Well, I, I can't do it without an office staff. I need an office to do it. You need the computer systems to do it. This costs us money to do it. You know, Absolutely. people say, well, you got the chairs. What does Ms. Oscar need money for? <laughs> Let's take the capital that we have to put in on all the stuff that breaks every year. The chairs that break, the fans that break, the air conditioners right. that break. And then you're talking about big families. We've given out, you know, a lot of times it has happened in Crown Heights where there's people that shluchim all over the world. And their parents lived in a small apartment, yeah. and then unfortunately a parent passes away, and they all come to Sitchiva where the parent lived. Right. Where are they getting doing? beds from? Yeah. But we have them, and oh. we give them. You know, I always say my volunteers in, 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 in Williamsburg and in Kiyos Oil, they have the hardest time because they get big families. There could be 18, 22 yeah. people sitting Shiva. It's never on the first floor. It's always four floors up without an elevator, right. and, 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 and it's a tough delivery. What you got to do. You know, we just had now there was a situation, and we, we, we started this program with the volunteers in Lakewood, and we have expanded it since then to all the neighborhoods. When you get somebody young that passes away, we just had now a situation in Borough Park where a boy that went to Yeshiva, and he collapsed and died last week. No, here the parents send them right. off to Yeshiva, yeah. and at the end of the day, the parents didn't even make it to the Leviathan. You, you uh -huh. send away your kid to go learn, and unfortunately, the parent, you know, so we, we came in there, the delivery was done Thursday morning. So here they were, they were thrown into this tragedy sure. before, by the time the Leviathan finished, they're sitting on shiver chairs and everything else. Mm. Friday afternoon at 4 o'clock, 10 volunteers showed up in the house, took everything back out of the house, put all the furniture back into place so mm. they could have as, as peaceful Shabbos as possible. And Matzah Shabbos, they brought it back. Wow. And all this is all dedication sure. from the volunteers that without that, this wouldn't all happen. How many times, you know, we had a case where we got a phone call from Chai Lifeline about somebody who passed away that was from Buffalo and they couldn't afford, they couldn't afford anything, nothing. Mm -hmm. The bills that were run, ran up because of him being sick and whatnot. At the end of the day, the Leviathan oh. took place here in Borough Park and we took care of that Leviathan for them. And then... The body has to get to Buffalo right. so they can make a Leviathan the next morning. Yeah. There were two volunteers that drove through the night 
to get that nifta to Buffalo yeah. and drove back. And the next day they went back to work. People don't understand the costs. Uh, I mean, anybody who's again had to go through this know the costs of a burial. Um, the the cemeteries don't do this for free just because you're helping somebody who may be uh, unable to to get the funds together. They still need to get paid. Their workers need to get paid. And they don't. Uh, they're they're not that type of organization. You know, some of them are. There's some people to help, but for the most part, not. And, you have to come up with with that. Yankee Myers, our guest this morning here on JM and the AM, Matis Wine guest with you. Randy Wartelski is going to be here tomorrow morning, and Nachum will be back on Thursday, Mitzvah Shem. Uh, we're here until 9 o'clock, and we're discussing the uh, the special day of uh, of giving, if you will, the Tzedakah Day for Masaskim. Uh, go to charity.com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com, slash Masaskim, and uh, you too can help out. I see that... Um, you know, thank God it's up to about 513 right now. The phone number also to uh, to call if you can't go on the website is uh, 718. I have the 8544548. Is that right? 4548. Uh, 718-854-4548. You can help out. Uh, we're going to get back to uh, Dianka. You're going to you've been discussing Unasanatokef and how it relates to. Uh, to mis- the work of Masaskim. You know, and then we go on to the Mibamaya Mumibaesh. Mibamaya Mumibaesh. How many drownings did we have to deal yeah. with this year? Yeah. Little Shimmy Weiss, his parents came to the bungalow colony, came back from, from, from shopping. If they were looking for him, mother comes running, Shimmy's in the bottom of the pool. Right. They pulled him out, and unfortunately, and what we had to deal with that family uh, to get everything back together for them the best that we could, the legal investigations. Uh, the drownings that took place in Florida this year, where 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 Masaskin was yeah, able yeah. to get the governor's office right. from here to the governor's office in Florida to help get these bodies released in time when they ran into complications and it didn't look like it was going to happen to we were the ones that stepped up to the plate to get this done. Man, I forgot and, that was uh, this year. It was, oh, it was a couple yeah. of months ago. We got the phone call. Yeah. We got the original phone call when they were being worked on from somebody else that was there by the water when they were taken out. We had notified people that this had happened. This is what was going on. We were hopeful they'll be able to, to revive them and to bring them back. But, but, but people don't realize this. And the only reason we got these phone calls once again is because the fact that this infrastructure is in place. Then you come to the Mibaish. We're still reeling from it. It wasn't this year. It was last year. The famous Sassoon family, you know, seven in, in, in one time, and, 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 and <laughs> it was a Friday night that we'll never forget. Well, now we're still dealing with the family on it till today. Uh, a tragedy that, that we have never seen in our, in our generation. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not telling you what our parents all witnessed. And right, of course. As Holocaust survivors, you know, uh, what they witnessed. Right. But now this is something that, no, we're not used to. We're not used to hearing all of this. Uh, what a year in Eretz Yisrael with all the knives. Sure. How many people yeah. were killed? Axes, knives, yeah, okay. and all of that. Where did we come into play? There, were, there was a ton of notifications that we did on the American side dealing right. with families, whether they had to go back there or we had to get Neftarim, that some yeah. of them that were brought back here for Kura, that we had to get everybody involved to try yeah. to... Try to help them do it. Or they're sitting shiva here. You know, yeah, they but they, it was more than just the right, shiva. Of course. Uh, you come across the Mibachaya. You think, oh, this year, what <laughs> happened? Mibachaya. Who, who, what, what happened? What did you hear? Just a couple of weeks ago, we had a story of a girl that was horseback riding, and the horse's hind legs got caught in the bar. 
it threw her off the mm -hmm. horse, and the horse fell on top of her, 22-year-old yeah. girl. So this was a trip that happened up, and the accident happened in Saugatees, New York. The family was in Kingston, New York. So two volunteers went to the, to the scene. They traveled two and a half hours that they could preserve whatever had to go for Kura. And another team went out to the hospital in Kingston to help and guide the family what has to happen there. Where are all these vehicles coming from? Where's all this equipment <laughs> from? Who's paying? The volunteers gave their time, right, but they still need the equipment. They still need the equipment to do this. Yeah, you had mentioned before about having to replace <coughs> things, but y the vehicles are <coughs> extremely important also. The, uh, the infrastructure of of the equipment that has to be done. You said the, the phone systems, uh, Simca Felder was helpful in getting a grant on that, but still, it's upkeep. It's, you know, just whether, e even if Masaskin would hopefully this year have very few, uh, you know, needs, well, the, the fact is that you still have to have that infrastructure and, uh, and, and until, you know, until those, uh, until Yom Kippur is there with the, uh, with yeah. the final seal, we don't know what it's going to be, but. You know, you know, you're, you're telling me you hope that we have few cases. Trust me, we hope. I'll tell you, this yeah. year, Pesach, we had just finished our day with the assignment that we do, whole day Chalamoid, we just finished with it. It was the next day and I was, I was wiped. I was totally wiped from mm -hmm. it. So at 5 o'clock the next day, I told my wife, I said, I'm coming home. I'm going to lay down for the next two, three <laughs> hours. Well, somebody upstairs was laughing at me because as soon as I got home, we got a phone call. And the next time I came home was 1.30 at night wow. about a nifter that they wanted to get to Eretz still before the last day's Yontif. Okay. And it happened. But right. we, we had to get to work on it to make it happen. Right. You know, you go on to the Mibarov or Mibatsoma. Mibarov, who's dying in hunger today? We're talking, there's plenty of famine in the world. Yeah. But where does this relate to our community? Right. How many people do we know that are live alone people? They have nobody in the right. world to look after them. Right. Yeah, and we find people that died from not having food. Yeah. That they're left in an apartment, you find them days later. Right. So much so that we could go to the Mibatsoma in dehydration. This past summer we got a phone call from an elderly couple that was found in an uh -huh. apartment and they all believe it was from from dehydration due to the extreme heat right. they, they weren't the most mobile of people and one of them had passed out and the other one couldn't get over and, and, and passed away sure. you know, and we had to expedite it that the two of them should come to Kuru the next day we had to deal we had to deal with the with the with the with, uh, with, with, with the family and everybody else to see what we could do to get them to burial as quickly as possible. And, and the interesting part on this, this particular case was that, that we had somebody that told us there was an elderly sister that lives with them. The elderly mm. sister was in a hospital, and this couple is the next of kin on the list. And the, for the lady. In the we hospital. don't know which hospital she's in. We've uh, been looking for hospital right. after hospital nursing home after nursing home trying to locate her right. that they should be able to change who the next of kin is right. but so far we didn't have any luck on it ah. you know we go on to further Mibarash which the definition usually they say is a, of an earthquake right. today <laughs> today today's the outside to the Chofetz Chaim right. and the Chofetz Chaim always used to say when an earthquake happens on the other end of the world it's a message to us Jews yeah. that they wish to want something from right. us and, 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 you know, it's been a year that we could say the typhoons and whatnot that's been going on sure. in some of the countries in the world. And, 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 and then we could go to the, the Mibat Magaifa. Uh, will we say that the cancer is a Magaifa? 
unfortunately, yeah. look what's going on in the community. Who doesn't have a family member? Who doesn't know somebody that they, their lives have been turned upside down? Right. You know, you listen to some of the doctors that we're in touch with and what not say how many new diagnoses there are. Uh, anybody could look at High Lifeline on a daily basis, what they got to deal with yeah. throughout, you know, throughout. But this is all being written down on, on, on Rosh Hashanah, exactly what, when, who, where, how. It's a time that sometimes I say, I don't know how we could say the next words out of our mouth, thinking back to what happened. Right. And every year you think, oh, we've seen the worst. Yeah, and no. then it comes the next year. Said, has, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, there's all, there's all stuff that we don't know. And then, th- then you come to the parts where you go, you know, at the end of it you say, I say that all these things that we say are going into when a person has to suffer a tragedy. What's the extent of his suffering right. is also being written down in Rosh Hashanah. You, you have me a Nuach, you have me a Nuach, that a person, a person, a person, you know, unfortunately loses a loved one. We had a story of somebody who had a child that was born who wasn't well. The kid was in the hospital for 45 days, came home for 45 days. On a Friday night, the kid had difficulty breathing. The father takes the kid, doesn't call it all, and runs to the hospital with the kid. And unfortunately, the child passed away. So it had to go down to the medical examiner's office. So we came down in the morning to the medical examiner's office, and the medical examiner wanted, you know, one of them asked the parent if you, uh, you know, you don't want to know why your kid died. And, and the father turned around and tells the medical examiner, I never asked God why he gave me this kid, and I'm not asking God why he wow. took it away. Right. This is the definition of me and Noah. I can't say he's come to terms with his tragedy, but he's coping with his tragedy. It's not, it, it's bearable to him. He, he's able to cope with it. And then you get the me and Noah. People in a tragedy, you get a kid that passes away and all of a sudden child protective services are in mm-hmm. your face for a mm-hmm. year's time investigating all the rest right. of your kids and you're all worried and you got to go mm-hmm. here and what's an investigation and uh, when, when, when somebody passes away, what is it doing to a family if the person was a young person, how it's breaking up families. Uh, you think, ah, just somebody passed away. You know, a father's missing at home, a mother's missing at home. What does this mean to the kids? Right. Even if it's an elderly parent, some sure. some people have a very hard time coping with it. A father's never too old to die, and a mother's never too old to right. die. And, and and this is what it is. Then you could go, me, you shock it, you know, who's going to be quiet about it? How many cases do we have that we have to work to keep them out of the press? Right. You know what a press could do to a family yeah. sometimes in yeah. a case, and how we so quietly manage to navigate it that the press doesn't know about it. Right. We have had dozens of cases like that mm-hmm. where thanks to the good work of the New York City Police Department or the State Police or the Sheriff's Office upstate or on Lakewood or wherever it may be, the, the close cooperation that we have, what, 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 has, what has come from this? Right. There's no reason to compound, like you said, the... Uh the tragedy and compound the suffering and then and, and then comes to the me to the, to the me yasser you know there was an accident monthly two weeks ago where a kid passed away in a car accident he was standing on the sidewalk in mm-hmm. front of you she, this lady the mother of the kid lost a husband a few years right. before what's that that's a tragedy on top of a tragedy sure. it's not only they lost she lost the husband now she lost her kid as well and this goes on day in and day out you know i could sit here there's thousands of phone calls that come into misaskin's office every single day of the year that we have to answer the phones never knowing what the what the what the phone system what the phone call is going to be so much so 
we have a whole system in place on Shabbos and Yontifu. We have non-Jews answering the phone, mm-hmm. not knowing what the problem's going to be. Who's paying for these people to be there? They're not right. volunteers. Right. We've got to pay them. It costs us every Shabbos that they should be able to answer the phones and go wherever they have to go to. You know, and just what this has all led to, you know, there, there was a law in the medical examiner's office that anybody that was found, uh, if a body wasn't claimed in the, in, in the medical examiner's office within... Within 24 hours, uh, they had a right to give it to medical school. That means means if somebody was on a boat and he finds, by the time he comes back to find out that his father passed away, uh, the body's been dissected to to a million pieces. Well, you know, so we took the initiative on it and we uh, we, we got a hold of Simcha Felder and Assemblyman Samanowitz in Queens and they wrote up, they changed the law. It took a little time to get done. But uh, but at the end of the day, it got done, and, and and it took two years of a battle to get done. But we managed to work on it to change the law. Uh, how many people did we give generators to in the last year that were homebound patients that for some reason the electric didn't work in the house? So a lot of times when they want to take home a person that's all life support, oh, what are you going right. to do if there's a blackout? Blackout, sure. We have these generators, and we've been giving them out. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, as we speak now, there's a handful of them that are out by people that are on life support in the backyards. Uh, this year, there was a famous story right before Pesach of an airplane that came in very close to Shabbos. Right. And, <laughs> that we were on the, yeah. and we were on the battlefront once again. Right. The bottom line is that plane, Shabbos was at 7 o'clock, about 7 o'clock. That plane landed at 5.30. At a quarter okay. after 6.00. Everybody on that was on that flight was 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 out of the airport through customs with their luggage. What that took was a day of planning. We right, had everything because the plane was in the air. Right. But at the end of the day, so much so, you know, you drive on the on the turnpike, and a lot of times you see all the planes lined up waiting to come sure. in for landing. This plane was pulled from that lineup and was given a complete different route to come and to bypass it, wow. that he shouldn't have to wait up there so we could get him off his shelves. Right. The extra baggage handlers, the extra custom border patrol agents that were put on. Where does this come from? We don't shake it out of us. Right. This comes from the office doing all the hard work that we do right. throughout the year. This, this doesn't, this doesn't, this doesn't, uh, this doesn't stop. And at the end of the day, we finish off the Nisana Toikov by the Mi Yashafel and Mi Aram. By Mi, 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 Mi Yashafel and Mi Aram, Mi Ashu, Mi Ani. You know, who, who, who is that going to happen that whatever happened brings them down? Right. And who do we realize this is all from the Rebbeinu Shalom and, and it's supposed to uplift us. We're supposed to know that everything is a Yad Hashem. And the Mi Yashu, Mi Ani goes and everybody's panosa. It goes also on what an organization is going to make in a year. Absolutely. And every penny that you give us today is worth four times the amount. I beg you, we're ready to do it, but I can't do it without the financial help. 718-854-4548. We're ready to do it. We hope that we don't have to do it. And yes, that we should be able to go to sleep when we want to go to sleep, and, uh, and everybody course. should be safe and sound. And everybody says to you always, "Oh, the summer was a quiet summer." <laughs> the summer was not was a not. quiet summer. Was neither not. was the winter, right. neither was the spring, and neither was the fall. And, you know, and when you start enumerating some of the things that have been public in the summer, let's say over the last few months, I'm thinking of the things that you mentioned. People realize that wow, I guess it wasn't so quiet from the things we knew about. You haven't even touched upon what happens when families. Um, unfortunately might opt for a cremation, let's say, and you intervene, 
very strongly and are able to help and teach, and it costs money sometimes. 36 a lot of money cases sometimes. this year that we were successful in taking away from yeah. the oven, and we try not to make any campaigns for it unless we're successful right. with it, right. uh, you know, and we do whatever has to get done. Of course. Mesa Mitzvah right. that we brought to Kvura through the year, yeah. uh, we deal side by side with Hebrew Free Burial Society. Right. They help us out a lot, mm -hmm. but then there are cases that don't go to Hebrew Free or they're not in New York or wherever it might be right. that we help bring to Kvura. That in itself almost put us at a budget of $200,000 for the year. Right. You know, so this is all things that we, we, we need help from, from, from the community to do it. And once again, I beg you, please, we cannot do it without your help. And, and, and don't think people are stepping up to the plate the way, the way maybe they should be. Uh, yes, it's also all the Yad Hashem, every penny that we get. But we're asking for the public's help. Whatever they could do to help the organization, please, now's the time to log on or at charity, that's C-H-A-R-I-D-Y dot com backslash Misaskim, and, and you could call the office, 718-854-4548. We still have a ways to go on our goal. We right ask now. you, please don't let us down. Yeah, right now it's at uh, 519,000. So yeah, still a ways to go. <laughs> listeners have uh, yet yeah, from now until... Two o'clock. So please, uh, please keep. We're going to end up with uh, we're going to end off with an Unasana Tokev by Ahva. Uh, Yanki Meyer, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Misaskim, it's not just about shares. <laughs> and we wish everybody a Kseva a good gebenched, a healthy year for everybody. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Yanki.